Welcome back. We are now on episode two of Coffee Musings with Jennifer, and I am so happy that you joined me this week. Sorry for the little bit of a delay in posting this, but I had to run out of town, and so you may hear a little bit different voice this week, because I'm actually recording from a hotel in Waco, Texas. Uh, we had to come down here for some family emergency, but I wanted to take time to still get this recorded and out for you. So it is Thursday, September 10th, and as of this week, many of you have gone back to school, whether it be virtually, hybrid, asynchronous, synchronous, all the different varieties of going back to school right now. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about perseverance. Recently, I saw a tweet from... Christy Nold, and I'll tag her in the comments uh, section below, that said, instead of, quote, just be patient, end quote, or, quote, be more flexible, end quote, I wish more people, myself included, would practice saying, quote, yeah, this sucks, I'm sorry, end quote. And for many of us, this hits the nail on the head. Right now, things are crazy, and it sucks, and every day is different. And while we as teachers are so good at always being able to adapt at whatever scenario is given to us, right now, the Jumanji level of 2020 is you know, nearing on the 21st level and we're just in September. Right now, the wildfires are going crazy in the western part of the United States. It's snowing in Colorado already this year. And here we are in Texas and yesterday it was in the upper 90s and today it's 61. Things are crazy. But I want to help you with perseverance through the school year. So I know we talk to our kids about growth mindset and how to get past those those stumbling blocks in school. But as teachers, we also need to be able to persevere and grow. And so I hope these five ways to help you persevere this school year will give you some new ideas and some new thoughts. So the first one is know that mistakes will happen and you will learn because of them. Because you're human. Not just mistakes in everyday life, but mistakes are going to happen on Zoom. Mistakes are going to happen in Google Classroom. Mistakes are going to happen and you're going to forget to submit some form that you needed to submit. Ask for forgiveness, do what you need to do to fix it, and know that it's okay. You are showing not only yourself, but those around you, your family, your friends, your students, that it's okay to make a mistake because we are all human and humans make mistakes. The bad part is when we don't fix our mistakes. The good side is when we fix our mistakes and we learn from them. 
and we model that to our students and show them those mistakes are what make us human. Step uh, tip two, <laughs> sorry guys, <laughs> self-care is even more important than ever. Over the past few years, it has come as out of the woodworks that self-care is important. But I can't even begin to tell you how much more important it is this year. And I'm not saying give yourself a facial every night, put on a mask every night, enjoy a glass of wine. I'm saying take time for yourself regularly. Put away the classroom stuff. Put away the lesson plans. Put away Google Classroom. Put away your laptop. Take off your mask. Go sit in your closet with some chocolate and a glass of milk or whatever interests you. A trashy romance novel. Take time for you. It's okay. I'm telling you right now. Pull out your planner, whether it be paper or digital, and schedule some self-care this week. I'm going to check up on you because I want you to be the best you can be. Self-care doesn't have to be 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be two hours. It doesn't have to be a trip to the spa. It can be that alone time in your closet where you put the do not disturb sign on the door and you tell your husband or your kids or you tell those that are around you, hey, that sign's on the door. It's like the red light on the basement in Full House when Uncle Jesse was recording. You didn't disturb or you knew there was going to be trouble. So pull out your planner and schedule that time for you this week. The third way, take anything and everything with a grain of salt. Right now, because of all that is new and different and constantly changing, everyone is on edge. We are all doing our best, but frustration levels are still high. So people may say things or do things that they wouldn't normally say or do, and they feel bad for it, but they may have made that mistake. So take things with a grain of salt because what you may be seeing from others may not be who they truly are. They may just have been pushed over the edge at that point. That also means give yourself a little bit. Meaning don't get mad at yourself internally when you may have just been pushed over the edge, apologize and know that you made a mistake and fix it. It all goes back to that step, first step. The fourth one, continue to support your students and their families in every way you always have. This is even more important as things are so different in education and students are being relied on heavily to follow through with their own learning. We know that in the classroom, we support our students through having after-school tutorials, before-school tutorials. We have communication home via email, via phone, all these things. But that's even more important right now to make sure that we are following through with our students, 
whether it be through office hour Zoom calls or checking in on families who you may not have seen their that kid's face on Zoom this week, which is okay, but you want to check and make sure Johnny's okay. You want to make sure that Sally understands what's going on because you know that last year she may have struggled with fractions. So make sure that you are supporting families. And I say families because just because one student is in your classroom doesn't mean that they're your only one to worry about. We are a family of learners and we have to show that support and give that support because you may have some idea for another person in the family that may not have come up yet by their teacher or their boss or things like that. So just let them know you're there to listen. I know it takes extra time, but that support is what's going to get us through this time. And that ability to be available is going to get you through. And last, step five. Join a Facebook group, or two, or three, or ten, with other teachers who have similar interests so that you have a sounding board, or a place to ask questions, a place to learn with each other. You need a place to go and vent and to learn and to just listen. And the teacher's lounge isn't available right now. Your spouse or significant other may not be able to take that information daily and process what's going on, but teachers understand. If you are a middle school math teacher, I would love for you to join Surviving 6th, 7th, and 8th grade math on Facebook. It's my Facebook group, and we have a really good camaraderie going in that group. Um, it's been around for a few years now. People will ask questions. There's always great answers, and it's just been going great during this time. You need a way to be able to talk. Just like people need to be able, we need, as teachers, need to be able to listen to our students, we as teachers also need to be able to talk about our frustrations, talk about our mistakes, talk about anything and everything so that we can process. Right now, we aren't necessarily seeing people on a daily basis when we're teaching. We're in a classroom over video, or we're in a classroom with some students and video with other students. So we're not necessarily interacting with other adults like we are used to. So take the time, even if it's part of your self-care, take the laptop or iPad in the closet with you and spend 15, 20 minutes on Facebook. It's okay, I give you permission. So just to wrap it up, those five ways to help you persevere this school year. One, know that mistakes will happen. Two, take time for you. Schedule your self-care. Three, take things with a grain of salt. Four, continue to support students and families.
and five, join a Facebook group for you. I hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast and I appreciate all of you that listened to last week's podcast and replied in email or left a comment on Facebook or Instagram. And now that it, this podcast is available on so many different podcast uh, softwares, whether it be Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, I would love for you to leave a review of Coffee Musings with Jennifer. Because the more reviews that are out there, the more listeners that the podcast gets to reach. And I hope that you are having a great day. I hope you take some time for you. Maybe this 13 minutes that you've been listening to the podcast is part of your self-care time. And I appreciate that. So until next time, I'm Jennifer Joshin. And you can find me at Smith Curriculum Consulting on Instagram, Facebook, Smith Curriculum on Twitter, and SmithCurriculumConsulting.com. I hope you have a great day. Bye.